while your day is winding down, they're just getting started. This is South Coast Tonight with Chris McCarthy and Marcus Farrow. They've got you covered on all the news of the day, from local issues to politics on both sides of the aisle. This is the place where the movers and shakers come to be heard, to listen, and where they're held accountable. This is South Coast Tonight on WBSM. the show. I'm Marcus, 508-996-0500. I left some calls on the line uh, during the news break. Uh, If you want to call back, open phone lines. Um, But we're taking your calls. We're taking your app chat messages. I got a few app chat messages. Um, You know, we were talking about the uh, pay raises that were led by Councilor Morad uh, for a couple of people that were like $50,000 with, you know, basically no legitimate reason given. Uh, now there is a need obviously to pay more, pay the city workers more. And that was the whole, like, um, that was the whole, that was the opportunity apparently for city councilors to pay their friends more money, or that's what people are saying, pay their friends more money. Um, again, nothing against those people. You can't begrudge them for wanting to take more money if it's given to them, but it's just kind of like, you know. I don't think it sends a good message, right? It's not something I, again, I'm in an elected administrative position. Not something I would do. So um, not something you should expect from elected officials either, frankly. And it went like 10-0. It's not like it's just one counselor. The, the, no one else cared. Um, so a few messages on this. You know, someone had asked about that pay raise, uh, then said, Someone said the unit unit C employees should strike. So the unit C employees, I believe, are all non-union. Um, so, they, you know, that would be the issue. <laughs> There's no um, organizing sort of force, but I would be upset for sure. You know, um, another uh, Bob from New Bedford said people do not want the same old. Um, they all say the uh. They say the last two elections, saying basically the last two elections were mandates for change. Nobody expected Shane or Ryan to win. So what they what he's trying to say is there's been some turnover at the council, so maybe there's a mandate for change because um, Ryan had beaten incumbent. Uh, Shane won an open seat, um, but he came on pretty strong at the end. You know, I, I think I'd, uh, Shane, I, I didn't. I think he came on really strong at the end. He he got a lot of momentum at the right time for his campaign. Uh, and, uh, you know, I think he's done a great job, honestly. And then someone jokingly messages me. I'm assuming it's jokingly messages, messages, messages me saying, Council Mord's an American hero. How dare you, Max from New Bedford? Um, sure, man. I, I mean, obviously a lot of people like her. Uh, just can, you know, she, she, gets, she gets pretty easily elected every year. I'm just saying, you know, we always hear people, and if you're happy with your counselors, good, great. If you're happy with your elected officials, great. Keep voting for them. Um, but, you know, we're always hearing the same complaints, and then, like, nobody does anything, right? 
The same thing happens here in Fairhaven, really. No, nobody does. Everybody complains, but nobody does, you know, nobody <laughs> we does anything. So this isn't actually an opportunity, right? We're seeing, I'm seeing responses. People are upset. Um, so you should do something about it. You should make that, uh, you should make that uh, concern heard. You can do it here by messaging me in the app chat or, or giving us a call at 508-996-0500. You can call your city councilors, right? You could support candidates who want to run, maybe on the platform of not giving their fr- friends pay raises. You can do all that, you know? I think that's all, um, you know, I think that's all a pretty... Because uh, otherwise, if you don't challenge this at all, if you don't do anything or say anything about it, What's to stop people from keeping on doing that? You know, Mayor Mitchell has to sign that package as it is. He can't say, well, I like all these salary increases, but not these two because they're obviously political favors. He's going to sign the whole thing. He doesn't have a line, line item veto. He can try to address it, I think, later. But, um, and I, look, look, I'm not in the business of saying, oh, I want to take $50,000 or $40,000 out of someone's pocket. But I think it sets a bad precedent. You know, I think it sets a bad precedent. I think most people think that the counselors that pushed for this were giving their friends a pay raise. I think that's what people think. That's what I've been hearing on the app chat. Some people that have called in the day shows. Some people that have uh, talked to me off the air. I think that's what people are, are thinking. So... I don't think it sets a good precedent. I don't think it should allow for it. Um, frankly, I don't think it should be allowed. Uh, it's totally insane um, to give a position in a small city like New Bedford, pay it at a 51% higher rate than anybody else in the entire state. There's no reason for it. Sorry, there's just no reason for it. It raises, and, and again, I'm, I'm always in my position trying to, trying to, you know, help people out as much as I can, you know, trying to give people, okay, what step can we put this person at? You know, realistically, what step, what's the highest step we could put this person at? That's usually where I'm at in these conversations. But I like that guy. Let's, let's give him 50 grand. That's not good government. It's not good policy making, and I don't know how anybody stands for it. Frankly, it's crazy. Remember when a city council got voted out because they gave themselves because they voted to give themselves a pay raise because they were one of the people that led the. Remember? Do you remember that? This is the same thing. It's the same exact thing. It's the same exact thing. In fact, it's worse frankly, because the city councilors did need a pay raise. What that city council didn't get voted out for, they did need a pay raise. This position did not, those positions did not need forty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000 pay raises. This is a lot worse. See if there's any electoral consequences for it. I don't know. Doubt it. 508-996-0500 is how you can get on the program. But Shifting gears, I wanted to talk about some uh, development in the, uh, you know, Fall River sphere. I think that's pretty interesting. I uh, got off the phone with uh, Sam Sutter a couple hours before I came on air today. And I talked to him. He's apparently running again for mayor of Fall River. 
And uh, that's pretty interesting. Um, so people who may not be familiar with Sam Sutter. Uh, so the current mayor is Paul Coogan, obviously, uh, in Fall River. Paul Coogan was a former school committee member. He was the vice principal at Durfee, uh, at Durfee High School. He ran and originally in the recall election against Jaisal Correa after Jaisal had gotten indicted and all of that. And then ran in the general election. Jaisal had resigned and dropped out basically, you know, a month before Election Day. Coogan gets elected. He gets pretty easily reelected against Cliff uh, Cliff Ponte. Actually, when he was, I mean, uh, Cliff Ponte's campaign was basically DOA because he had sent his um, employees all a memorandum that had said he's not going to leave his real estate company for the mayor of Fall River, which is, he said, a a quote unquote, like ceremonial job. And after that memo had leaked, it was basically the campaign was like like basically DOA at that point. Um, And. I mean, it was wrong of him to assume that all of his employees liked him that much, <laughs> honestly, that he trusted him with, an, with a memo like that. But um, I talked to Sam Sutter today. Sam Sutter was the Bristol County DA. He ran. Uh, he was Bristol County DA, beat Paul Walsh in 2006, was DA until 2014 when he ran, when he ran and became mayor. Then he lost to Jaisal Correa about a year later. Um, took a elected position a lot of people would say is a demotion maybe because he believed in it you know maybe because he didn't want to be da anymore maybe he didn't like being da but then lost it a year later uh to jazel korea and then we all know how that ended right so it's pretty interesting i think that he's jumping back in and when i talked to him today i thought he, he said some pretty interesting stuff but 508-996-0500 is how you can get in the program good evening hey marcus what's up gilly Saffios. hi gilly how you doing you're talking about pay raises Mm-hmm. Well, let me ask you a question. You know that the school committee don't get paid, right? The only elected board you have to get elected to be on a school committee. Right. They don't get a they don't get a pay. Why is that? Um, I don't know. I guess when they established a school committee that that, that at that time they decided it shouldn't get paid. I realize that. that, but now before I know the school committee before the year two thousand twenty. Um, they didn't do it. Nobody knew who they were and all that stuff. And they used to be able to get people jobs and everything. But now they've become a big factor. They have subcommittees. They go to all the events that the kids throw on their own money. They pay for everything to go to like concerts. And- oh, I, I think they should get paid. They've got a they've got a big job. I mean, they they. Well, that's, yeah. that's what I was calling in for because. If you look at when the city council gave themselves a 44% raise, you know, there was a lot of councilors on there that said they ran for office, too, and said that we're not going to take the raise, and they ended up taking it. That's why they got elected. Mm-hmm. But I'm more interested in the school committee. They should get at least a stipend. I mean, if they get, like, 20-something thousand now, the city council, don't you think that's... The school committee deserves at least a seventy-five, a hundred dollars stipend for the year for them for the gas and all the stuff that they do for the kids. Yeah, I think they. Uh, yeah, no, I definitely. Why think isn't they deserve- the city council sticking up for them and put them on a thing for a raise? I mean, I don't, don't think any, anybody in the school committee's lobby for it. You know, uh, I agree with you. I think they should get paid. 
they go to all to all the events and everything. And I think if I think if they made it at least paid, or you know, like the city council gets not only gets paid, they get health insurance. If they made the school committee a position like that, you know, they had a they they had a situation last uh, last election in which there were three people running for three spots, so there was no competitive election. And no, no, no. you know, don't have to tell me anything about the school committee. I, I've been through both of them. Mm-hmm. They're in the city council, so I just I wanted to talk about something positive for the people for the school committee they've done enough for the kids that they deserve to at least get a stipend yeah even if it's seventy five hundred dollars but they give themselves a 44 percent pay raise yeah and they give like you've been saying like i try to bring it up with the clerk of court the clerk they gave them the highest pay and he wasn't even qualified for the job but because he was a city council that's why but the bottom line is they only watching out for themselves. You see the shenanigans that's been going on in that city council. Yeah. And I pity the fool if Linda Barrett gets the presidency. Well, she's going to. It's it's just um, it seems like it. I don't think anybody's. From what I've heard, no one's no one's actually no one else actually is is willing to take it. Um, well, so. yeah, I thought I, Mikey. I thought was on the on the ball. No, thing. he declined. He he said in a comment to Barry Richard that he wasn't going to take the. He wasn't going to. He's got too much going on. Um, you know, it's funny. Linda Mallrad is the one that orchestrated the time when they put Joe Lopes as president of the city council when they, they didn't uh, put Ian. When Ian got more votes than anybody and everything, they set it up so Joe Lopes can get it. Where two city councilors gave Ian their word they're going to vote for, and they didn't at the last minute. Linda mm-hmm. talked them out of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's attacked everybody on that city council. And you know, I mean, from Maria Giesta to Naomi Connie to Dana Ribeiro to Debbie Quello to Brian Gomes, she's attacked that. She even attacked it, um, Marky. Remember when they were all, she was going to run for mayor, she was going to run for council at large, and Ward one. Oh, yeah, when she pulled the papers for three offices. Yeah, she's yeah. going to run for three offices. Why yeah. run one? Mikey had that position. Yeah. She's trying to tell people that Mikey's not doing his job. Who is she to give the, you know? I, mean? I can't, you can't, can't swear. Sorry. Got to jump. They got to dump you when you swear. If you swear, I got to dump you. Sorry. That's the rules. So, um, 508-996-0500 so I can get in the program. So, yeah, if you want to call in and talk about that issue, you can. Uh, there was a pay raise um, that was proposed. Uh, there was a um, a pay raise uh, pay raises that were proposed for a select few city council member. I mean, a select few department heads by a couple of city councilors. Um, you can look up Jack Spoyne's got the story on newbefordlight dot org. You can check out. Um, it is it is totally it is completely outrageous. It's frankly it is. It is absolutely like not something that anybody should expect from their public officials. It is what I think is the most blatant glad handing that you could possibly do. It is absolutely blatant glad handing. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to say that, but you really got to take a look at that. I would look at Jack Spillane's story. I'm sure he'll, when he's on with Tim. Uh, maybe sometime next week, or I'll, ha- I'll have him on again if he's not. Because I know we're, we're off Monday, so maybe he's not. On, if he's not on, well, I'll have him on again. 
you know, or or, or, we'll, we'll, or even just on vacation, we'll have him on sometime soon when he's when he's back off vacation because I really think that's a I think it's a big I think it's a big deal I think it's a big deal I really do and I I don't think again it's not something I would it's not something I would I would do as someone who has earned the public trust in an election like they have and it's not something and if I did that I'd expect somebody to I would expect somebody to speak out against it I really would. It's really bad. It's really bad. Everybody in that's in that that works for that that city government deserves a pay raise. Hundred percent. Everyone agrees that the 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 um the unit C employees all deserve the pay raise that they've got. New Bedford needed to pay their employees more. Hundred percent. And I'm glad they're doing that. But to give people randomly give people $50,000 pay uh, salary increases, $40,000 salary increases and pay them at a 50% higher clip than the rest of the state is not something that you should expect of your local government officials without a good reason. You need a good reason, not just, Oh, the department heads or whatever you need a good reason. And I, I don't think one's been provided. I don't think one that one's been provided. So, I don't know. Um, something to track. Again, uh, I remember when the city council gave themselves a, a pay raise, and frankly, they you know they, they probably could they could probably get away with it again because that's a that's a it is a it is it is a time consuming job. It is a time consuming and, and, and can be a difficult job if you're doing it right. But this is worse than that. This is a lot worse than that. And a city council lost their job over the city council pay raises. This is a lot worse than that. So I really think, you know, if you're paying attention, you should pay attention to that. I really, uh, uh, again, uh, I, it's, it's, again, not something you should expect from your local government and your local elected officials. Really, it's kind of gross. It is. 508-996-0500 is how you can get on the program. We'll also take your messages on the WBSM app chat. This is South Coast Tonight. I'm Marcus. Hi, I'm Marcus. 508-996-0500. We got calls on the line. Let's get to them. Good evening. Hey, Marcus. How you doing? Hey, Tom. Has uh, Naomi Connie uh, rescheduled that meeting? Uh, how, how does that part work? Uh, to my knowledge, she... She has, uh, what she said is, so I'll, I'll, t- I'll just, I texted her about this like a couple days ago. Let me just pull that up because she, her, you know, because, you know, the mayor said what he said about it. You know, they, he called it the meeting a charade. Burgo basically said the same thing, you know, um, she said, I have appointments and briefings the third Tuesday of the month. I schedule committee meetings when chairmanships are handed out. So basically what she's saying is when she got that chairmanship in January, whatever it is, um, she schedules the A uh, A and B meetings the third Tuesday of the month. So you're looking at somewhere in uh, late January for that to occur. The thing is, is you got to assuming she gets the chairmanship again because, you know, the city council president's got to pick that. 
the city right. council president's picking, you know, obviously has to, it's a new city council president. I don't know if they're going to give her the same chairmanship. Maybe she wants it. Maybe she wants something different. You know, I don't, right. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, assuming she is, right. assuming there, she is. There's a way to bring this before the full council at the next full council meeting. And that is for Councilor Barrows to stand up and make a motion to dissolve the appointments of briefings committee. And if he gets a second, then he can talk on some of the arguments, uh, pertinent arguments, in my opinion, uh, that he's made regarding those appointments. And all those appointments end up coming before the full council that night. If they dissolve right. it, if they vote to dissolve it. Right. And but it would, that that's where the proof will be in the pudding. It, it just seems logical to me that there would be enough counselors if everybody attends. Uh, you, you get 10 counselors there yeah. and uh, to, to get the majority to say yes to it and consider those appointments that night. And uh, I, I think that that's a parliamentary piece that uh, isn't being looked at uh, rather than wait. Uh, in the yeah, if you, you'd have to get well. I, so, would you would you just need a simple majority of six, or would you have to get like eight to do something to like that? The committee, I think six. Yeah, uh, I don't know what the vote is uh, in terms of appointment. That that would be six also. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I'm just saying that this is a, a, a way to bring it before the council, so uh, these people can uh, get their due uh, up or down. You know, yeah. and it would it would add to the credence of Mr. Bowers' argument. Uh, regarding not having enough people there. Uh, the, the other one was Jack, when Jack was on talking about the, uh, the various raises, one of the things that he was trying to do a comparative analysis on uh, was how some departments, you know, DPI, you got so many employees and this and yeah. that, and maybe they'd be more deserving than, and he brought up the veterans agent. I said, wait a minute, you know, veterans agent deserves a pay raise. People don't realize how many clients that that agent uh, that that department has to deal with. There's over 500 veterans being serviced. Well, all those department. unit all those unit C employees deserve pay raises. It was just a matter of do they do the specific uh, employees that got like forty fifty thousand dollar bonuses? Do they deserve it, or did they just get it because they were the council's friends? Well, that, that, that's part of it. Yeah. Not only that, then you start looking at what that means for retirement and pensions yeah. and everything else that goes with it. Mm-hmm. So that there are, and I mentioned one the other day, uh, and I, I thought it was outrageous and, and it should never have been done. Uh, but you're saying that, that the mayor uh, has to agree to what was voted on. He, he, doesn't, have a, he doesn't have a line item veto. Right. So wow. he, he I, wow. I, I, that's my understanding of it is he said he's going to sign whatever package they put in front of him, even though some of these he doesn't agree with some of these salary increases. He's going to put whatever package because he feels the need that this needs to get done now. Right. Because they need to hire people. There's 45 vacancies in that group uh, that they've lost in unit C pay raises. There's right. 45 so yeah, that's quite a bit. Too. Yeah, I think the whole thing's outrageous. I, again, remember, like I said, remember when John Saunders lost his job over over uh, proposing a forty four percent pay raise that the city council frankly deserved. Right? This right. is worse. This is right. this this is much worse because I, the city I council agree. deserved that pay raise, and this is the most blatant 
like uh, this is the most blatant glad handing I've ever seen. It's so uneven. It's it's it's, it's, it's just obvi- Yeah, it's it's a it's it's just such obvious patronage. It's like Boss Tweed is in the city council. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Hey, uh, we have to mourn the loss of Payway tonight. I knew, <laughs> I knew, great, great I, I knew yeah, he was, uh, he was a great player. Um, what did you, of all time. What did you think yeah. of, well, I thought you said Messi was. Well, right now, Messi is, he's alive uh, yeah. up, until, <laughs> up until today. Yeah. Uh, Payway was. Uh, there's a movie that he was in. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. If you get a hold of it, watch it. It's a great movie. Uh, it's called Victory. Uh, Sylvester Stallone is the goalie, and it's about World War II and Germany and all that stuff. But oh. the way they did that movie, it was phenomenal. Okay. We'll yeah. Check it out. Anyway, Happy New Year if I don't see you. You as well. Thank you. Right. 508-996-0500. Good evening. Hello. My name is Bellinus. I'm just uh, uh, checking in right now on, on the, the line, and I'm concerned uh, taxpayer. Who are we talking about, about these positions and how much the, the pay raises are? Yeah, so there's, uh, I mean, there was a whole uh, package that was proposed by the mayor, basically, to, to raise a lot of uh, employees in a certain group called Unit C, and it was needed because they're, they're paying less than other positions in the state, and they're losing, they lost like 45 jobs. But one of these, some of these positions, like, um, you know, Cynthia Walchris, who's the director of human services, uh, received a fifty thousand dollar increase from ninety three thousand dollars to one hundred and forty three thousand uh, dollars. Manny Macy, Manny Maciel, the um, the animal control officer of the, of the city, uh, got went from eighty thousand dollars basically to uh, one hundred and twenty thousand um, dollars. Nick Nanopoulos, who's the head of the licensing department went from $75,000 to $120,000. So there's a few positions um, that were singled out in particular that got a much uh, more substantial pay raise in the in the range of like forty dollars to $50,000. That is just totally unfair. Yeah. I, I, unfair. And they haven't really provided a good reason. And they haven't provided a good reason. Joe that needs a pay raise you know, working every day in the city, picking up the trash, doing different things. Yeah, I, they haven't really provided a good reason for it either. They haven't said anything in particular. Like these, these, these. The thing is, is these position, these three positions. You know, if they're in this group, then they deserve a pay raise. But a forty to fifty thousand dollar pay raise with really no good faith basis, I think, no. raises a lot of eyebrows. No. Uh, this makes me sick to my stomach. But anyways, you have a happy new year. My name's Bolinas. All right, thanks, Bolinas. Appreciate it. Five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred is how you can get on the program uh, if you want to weigh in um, on this. But um, yeah, so that's kind of the situation there. Again, Jack Spillane's got a good column on it. Uh, who uh, Arthur Hirsch originally brought it up. Because Arthur Hirsch is covering city government for the New Bedford Light, but Jack, you know, Jack, um, I think extrapolated on it. Uh, he said, um, you know, it was passed ten to nothing by uh, the the city. So, so it was passed ten to nothing um, by the city council, and again, I think you just. 
like again, the group of people that were included needed their needed a pay raise, but I think when you see certain people that are just getting fifty thousand dollars and forty thousand dollars, like you've got to look at that and say, well, why? And they haven't provided a real reason, and there was no resistance on it either. So five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred is how you can get on the program. I'll tell you what. What we're going to do is we'll take a quick break, and then we'll be back. We'll continue to take your calls and messages here. Um, on South Coast tonight. Listen to us live anywhere in the world on the WBSM app. Ladies and gentlemen. On the battlefield, there's a saying America's military men and women live by. Never leave a fallen warrior behind, ever. Off the battlefield, Wounded Warrior Project operates with the same goal. We leave no warrior behind. Wounded Warrior Project is a nonprofit organization created to help armed men and women returning home with the scars of war. Whether those scars are physical or mental, we're here to make sure that they heal. And whether it's helping those with post-traumatic stress disorder live a normal life again or giving much-needed support to injured warriors and veterans' hospitals, because no one deserves our help more than the men and women who risk their lives to keep us safe. Wounded Warrior Project. We never leave a fallen warrior behind, ever. Learn more about what we do at WoundedWarriorProject.org. America's kids are returning to class, in school, and at home. And this year, learning is especially tough for kids who already struggle with poverty, emotional trauma, and other barriers. But Communities in Schools is helping by putting caring adults in schools to connect with kids. And now we're reaching beyond school walls, tutoring, mentoring, and counseling students, providing resources for at-home learning, doing whatever it takes to make sure all kids have the opportunity to learn and succeed. For more information, visit communitiesinschools.org. To some people, the sound of a baby babbling doesn't mean much. But that's not necessarily true. By six months, they're combining vowels and consonants. By nine months, they're trying out different kinds of sounds. And by 12 months, their babbling is beginning to take on some meaning. Especially if there's no babbling at all. Little to no babbling by 12 months or later is just one of the possible signs of autism in children. Early screening and intervention can make a lifetime of difference and unlock a world of possibilities. Take the first step at AutismSpeaks.org. A public service announcement brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Need to replace your Social Security card? In most states, you can request one online with a My Social Security account. A My Social Security account gives you secure access to your personal earnings history and benefit status. You can also get a proof of income letter, estimate and apply for benefits, and more. Save time. Go online. Open a My Social Security account at ssa.gov slash my account. Social Security. Securing today and tomorrow. Produced at U.S. Tax. One's on the left, left. the other on the right. Right. But they're both ready to call it right down the middle. More of Marcus and Chris on South Coast tonight here on WBSM. 
Welcome back to the show. I'm Marcus, 508-996-0500. A lot of you seemed to be interested in talking about this issue, which is the um, the recent pay raises that were uh, passed through the city council. So one of them... So, so again, just for a quick background, if you're maybe just tuning in or, or you need a refresher on the story... Uh, Mayor Mitchell's been talking about this. He talked about it on our show. He talked about it on Tim's show. Um, that there needs to be a reclass. There needs to their uh, unit C employees need to be paid more. They haven't hired. They haven't been able to hire a new CFO after Ari Sky left, and he became the manager, town manager in Lakeville. They haven't been able to. They've lost a few other positions to much smaller towns that pay a lot more. Like, you know, for example, um. You know, we talked about losing somebody to Middleborough um, because they paid like $15,000 more, even though Middleborough's got about a tenth of the people New Bedford does, right? So he, he had a third party, um, he had a third party uh, uh, firm come in, do, um, do some analysis, compare, compare the pays in New Bedford to similar, compare the pays in New Bedford to similar communities, um, I believe they were like comparing them to, I want to say it was like, you know, like Taunton, Fall River, Brockton, um, you know, Boston. Uh, so they were comparing them to other cities that, you know, some that were bigger, some around the same size and, and, and demographics to see, you know, what's, uh, what should be the, what the appropriate pay should be to, for these employees. And then there was, Basically, a you know um, some proposals uh, like by by Linda Morad to give um, you know the animal control officer Manny Maciel a f- uh, forty thousand dollar increase, give um, the human rights services uh, uh, the head of human rights services a, a fifty thousand dollar increase, give the licensing board um, give the uh, someone in the licensing department a forty thousand dollar increase i believe it was and so it just raised a lot of eyebrows because there really hasn't been a good faith justification uh as to why those specific employees are seeing such a dramatically you know a much higher increase in their positions uh as opposed to everybody else in that unit c classification of employees who um you know are all seeing a pay raise and a deserved one but not to that great extent so, you know, again, it's it's pretty jarring that um, that this was proposed uh, and that it was just sort of like, I don't know, laissez faire, I guess, accepted uh, by the um, by the council. Uh, but it seems to me like that proposal itself was like the most like blatant glad handing. It's, it's again. I'm not like in the position of saying, "Oh, such and this person, this person needs to, you know, have, you know, um, fifty thousand dollars that they were going to get divested from them." It's just a matter of like, is this pay fair, you know, uh, or like, does it send a good message to, you know, like the state government, the auditor's office, the attorney general, or um, the people in New Bedford and the people of surrounding communities that. 
you know, that there are elected officials just willing to give people that they like a big fat pay bonus for no reason, for no, for no actual reason on the record. No, like real good faith reason. Right. And I, I think, I think Jack brings up a good point in his column where he says, you know, they just shot down a rehab of the Union Street police station, a much needed rehab that was, I think, like a few thousand dollars, a hundred thousand dollars under out of it, a one million dollar um, uh, borrowing package. They said that was too much to spend for uh, the new Office of Community um, uh, Community Development. But let's we'll hand out those bonuses to certain people for reasons unspecified, which is going to cost long term a lot more than that rehab to that police station needed. And now that police station is going to probably at some point when people decide whether or not they're going to move forward with that, whether or not there's a council that decides they're going to move forward with that rehab, there's going to be it's going to cost even more money now. Those decisions don't make sense. It doesn't make any sense. These pay raises don't make any sense. You know, and if you don't pay attention, they just, you know, if you don't pay attention to your elected officials when they do stuff like that, they're just going to keep doing it. They're just going to keep doing it. It's not, it doesn't make any sense. And it should not be tolerated by the people. It They owe an explanation, right? They owe a real explanation for those pay, for those pay raises. They owe a real explanation for that. And they haven't given it yet. So 508-996-0500 is how you can get on the program. We'll also take your messages on the WBSM app chat if you want to chime in on the conversation. I got to take a quick break. Five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred is how you can get in the program this evening. We'll also take your messages on the WBSM app chat. We were talking a lot. Uh, we had gotten some app chats and some calls about the pay raises that were happening. Uh, the you know a couple of the questionable pay raises that were happening among a package of necessary pay raises. Um, a lot of people were interested in, in talking about that, so we continued that conversation. Um, I may switch gears in the third hour. But, you know, I'll also take your calls on whatever you want at 508-996-0500. That's how you can get on. Again, uh, so Chris will um, Chris will be in with me tomorrow, right? Yeah, Chris will be in with me tomorrow. And um, we're going to, I think, do... A, uh, a top five stories of the of the year segment. Um, basically, we're we're each thinking of our own list of, of top five stories, and uh, that we thought were the top five stories locally in twenty twenty two, and we'll count them down and do a recap because it is our last show of the year. Um, it's our last show. I, I don't. I'll have to find out. I, I don't know if we. I think January 2nd is an observance of New Year's Day. Um, so we'll have to, I'll have to see. I believe it is an observance of New Year's Day. So we'll have to see if um, that's a, uh, that's a day off, that's a day off for us. 
But in any event, um, it's still going to be our last day it's show of the year before New Year's Day, which is on Sunday. So we'll uh, we'll we'll put together a list, and we'd also love to hear what you thought were the biggest stories of the year. There's obviously there's some obvious ones that are going to make the list, right? Um, uh, for 2022. Um, but if you have any stories that maybe we don't mention, or maybe you want to talk about more, we can certainly take your calls uh, on that when we do that segment tomorrow. I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. So, in third hour, I know I was talking a bit about um, what's developing over in Fall River. Uh, I do want to talk about that a little bit. If you're interested, if you know, if you want to call in and talk about the pay raises or something else, that's fine too. Of course, I'll always take your calls at 508-996-0500 and I'll take your messages on the WBSM app chat. And again, I'm uploading the podcast now, probably during the news break, but I had uh, Carmen Amaral, who's the uh, council, uh, a city council candidate for Ward 3, the seat that was vacated by Hugh Dunn. And so I thought she uh, had a lot of, um, I thought it was a good interview. And I think she's a, she's a good, she had a lot of interesting stuff to say. And I think she's a good candidate. So there's a good field of candidates for people to pick from in this election. And I think, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty competitive. Uh, so you, you'll be able to check out that podcast. And the other podcast that we have uh, up um, that you can, um, that you can download uh, including a recent interview with uh, Paul Haro, you know, Bristol County um, Sheriff-elect Paul Haro. So, all right, I'm going to, we're going to sign off for the 8 o'clock hour. I'll see you guys in the other side in the 9 o'clock hour on South Coast Tonight.